So many. So many spider people. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everyone, re rewind this. Rewind this back to like 158. Did you guys see that? Did you see that? Wait, hold there on. There is a. Look at this. Look. Okay. Okay. Right here. Tarantula? Right here. What? <laughs> Not tarantula. Although that's really cool too. Miles, as he's being like tackled by these other Spider-Man variants, drops past this other one who is not attacking him. Is that not the Tom Holland Spider-Man from the MCU with the white logo on the back? Ooh, I think oh. I see what you're saying. What? Now, the logo is a little different and he doesn't have the red boots, but like, I just yeah, find it this interesting that of everyone, he's the only one who isn't like jumping after Miles. He's just kind of watching it. He's not right. running, he's not sprinting around scrambling. He's just kind of like, hey, why are you attacking that kid? Hmm. Could this be, could this be him? Are we hmm. getting a Tom Holland cameo in this in movie? In the Sony animated Spider-Man? In the Sony That would be animated. interesting. Oh my gosh! Welcome back to New Rockstar. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is bridging the full Spider-Verse together. And it looks like one of the members of Miguel O'Hara's Spider-Force could be Tom Holland Spider-Man from the MCU. What would it mean for Sony Spider-Verse and for the MCU if this crossover actually happens? And what would Tom Holland Peter Parker's role be on this force? An ally to Miles or a rival to Miles? Needless, Needless to, say, to say, we're confused, we confused as, as Needles, needles to say. Needle oh, needles, it. needles from Back to the Future needles. to say. <laughs> Needless to say, it says, it looks like it says needles in the script. Are you sure this doesn't say needles? <laughs> It's needless, needless looks like needles when you write it out. Noodles to do say. I know how to spell this is like Berenstain. Berenstain. Uh, yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is truly inside Marvel. It's New Rockstar's <laughs> weekly Marvel reaction show. And this week, we are still trying to unpack this Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer and how Sony might be trying to reclaim the MCU Spider-Man in a Spider-Verse plot to set up Peter and Miles' relationship going forward. I'm Eric Voss. With me today is Jessica Clemens and MT. Hello, friends. Hello, Bro, sir. I am still, like, so hyped from this trailer. It's been 24 hours since... And like this trailer has like made me so happy just to like see like Miles again and like she's so he's so much taller like he's so t he's a big boy now um, and uh, to see Gwen and like oh my god and all these Spider Men I'm so hyped yeah uh, a reminder to everyone that um, Jessica and MT and I really like shared the Lord divided and conquered with this one uh, Jess uh, did the Easter egg breakdown by the time you're watching this it's probably already on the channel uh, I did a breakdown of the animation styles and some specific like inside jokes among the animators that they snuck into this MT's tackling the whole multiverse logic of this movie and now we, we've come back together after going back to record what was your experience yesterday I'm just kind of curious to check back in with you guys what was it like for you trying to uh, live with this trailer by yourself it. I don't even want to talk about it. I, um, uh, Eric has been doing this for a long time. And Eric is very good at finding these eggs immediately. Uh, me, <laughs> I, as soon as the trailer dropped, I was so excited to see Jessica Drew. But also, if you guys go back to our reaction and see my face when we see that citadel of different Spider-Men, <laughs> my head exploded. But uh, luckily, with help from everyone from New Rockstars and an entire database of different outfitted Spider-Mens on Marvel fandom, I was able to find a good chunk 
Jess, yes, you sell yourself lot. short. I think you yeah. are really good at this because when I was like, we Jess and I got on the phone late uh, yesterday afternoon and we were just kind of like talking about what we found and like I got to look at your script. I was going through it. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'm like, Jess had the way harder job to try to identify all these suits and I'm like, thank God you were on this because I got to just be like, Ooh, look, look at Miles's hands. They bob a little bit because that means he's frustrated. Stop. Like that's, that's how my brain the, works. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in hearing MT's breakdown individually, both of your breakdowns, because every Spider-Man had their own little kind of art style, but they said only six, but I think there's like 12. And then I'm just like, how the hell? I, I believe incursions are real and they can still happen in the Sony universe. So that's why I'm so confused on how everyone is able to just keep going to different universes without it being an issue. And I don't know if you tackle that MT, but if you do, I need to hear I, I do it. have like, you know, a, a hunch, but like, you know, long mm -hmm. story short, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the bracelet. Um, it's that, the bracelet. Um, yeah. Cause um, like um, at the end of Into the Spider-Verse, um, uh, what's it called? Miguel's AI says that she, Miguel's oh, about Layla to be the first person to make an autonomous jump by himself and he, he has the bracelet so i think that the bracelet keeps them from glitching out in other universes oh that's just... <gasps> cool. so that wouldn't be reason why miles is the troublemaker because he doesn't have a bracelet um this is not this inside marvel this is, this is <laughs> so we can we can yeah. but i oh my god well, I mean, it would kind of mirror that metaphor of like college, like sneaking into the college party. You didn't get a bracelet to enter this uh, a keg party. Right. Like you have to have a bracelet. To, to, to You're get a minor. Here. That's not a bracelet. You got that at that carnival across the street. Miles is like, <laughs> Miles is like, just lick, lick, lick your bracelet and then like take it off and put it on my arm for a minute. <laughs> Let me get in there real quick. You don't understand how bad uh, I need this. <laughs> I'm trying to get some drinks. <laughs> I gotta say, last week we got to do this in person. I really miss like sharing a table. I know, with you right? It was that so was really cool. Fun last week, it was so much um, fun. But this is our natural feeling. State, your I body suppose. warmth was so much fun during that group hug. I think about it all the time. I read it in my diary. That's so weird. I'm oh. sorry. Yeah, MT, you didn't talk about like our warmth a lot. Like every every time we passed MT in the office, he's like. Remember how warm you were? Yes. It's because he peed his pants. He peed in the pool and then <laughs> didn't tell true. anyone and just said it's warm, isn't it? I peed my pants. It's like, ooh, this is so warm. No, it's because right. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from Boston, so like any warmth I can get was uh, much appreciated. Aww. <laughs> yeah, when we, when we all shared a, a swimming pool, MT just kind of did that thing where he like looked off in the distance, was real quiet for about like forty eight seconds, and we're like, MT's peeing himself. <laughs> We know what MT is yes. doing. That's not He's true. not coming up with a theory. Swim. He's just, <laughs> he just created a nice little warm pocket around himself. Oh, yes. Uh, but I... that's all. That's the best we can do during these cold winter months is just find your warmth, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever right? it takes. It's fine if it's your own pee. That's what I say. This is Here I am talking like this is a Wookiee Leaks episode, but it's not. It's an inside Marvel. We, we got to get to some actual theory craft in here. Let's dive in. Will Tom Holland Spider-Man appear in Across the Spider-Verse? I mean, as we stated before, there is a Spider-Man among Miguel O'Hara's Spider-Force that looks a bit like Peter's suit from the end of Far From Home, the beginning of No Way Home. This is his London suit, aka the one that gets uh, the gold coating in the No Way Home final battle. It has a white logo on the back, but the spider's legs are longer 
in the logo here than they are in the MCU version. And this Spider-Man's feet aren't red like uh, the Tom Holland one was. But we do know that Lord and Miller wanted to work in a Tom Holland cameo to the 2018 Into the Spider-Verse, along with vocal cameos by Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. But Sony told them uh, to hold off. And now, obviously, we know why. But now there's really nothing stopping them from doing that in Across the Spider-Verse. And arguably, it makes even more sense now that all those Spider-Man have crossed over in the live-action universe. But Tom Holland Peter has a new suit at the end of No Way Home. This could be a multiversal variant who was recruited by Miguel O'Hara before that happened, or uh, maybe someone who ended up multiversally entangled with him and the others in like a pointing crossfire or something like that. Um, we know that Miguel has built some kind of architecture to bridge the Spider-Verse together and you know, maybe some amoral, maybe even an evil plot that deliberately excludes Miles, according to Lord and Miller. Miles is kind of like the high school kid crashing the college party. He's in a conflict with all of them, except this one Spider-Man that looks like Tom Holland is one of the few who, when you look closely, is not chasing or pouncing on Miles. He's just kind of watching it all go down. Two questions I think we should address here. One, does a quick vocal cameo by Tom Holland amount to a full MCU crossover? Like, does an animated Tom Holland equate to a live-action Tom Holland? Or should we consider an animated Tom Holland a variant? What do you guys think? I think the second one, because the same would probably go for Miles, right? If Miles appears in the MCU, we wouldn't consider that as a connection to the miles in the animated property right it would be a completely maybe but miles. what if it was played by shameek moore that's what i'm saying i'm like i don't think they would address it i think sony would be okay with addressing it being tom holland and being like yeah it's tom holland but i don't think marvel cinematic universe would be okay doing it vice versa um but that's 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 me on a legal background i'm like i don't know if they would allow <laughs> it i want it consulting I, with my lawyers the thing Hi. is yeah after let me give me one second no? Okay. So I'm back. No, but I think <laughs> I I also think there mm, I know legal is a big deal, but how are you gonna have this citadel, this giant place of Spideys and not have the Tom Holland one? In that in that mist, if it's this one, I feel like he's there. He has to be there. So that's why I'm like, uh, it is him. I'll I'll say it. I'll I, say it is him. I'll lean the it oh, is, go off. Okay. Oh wow, that is okay. Um, I have, I don't know, I have a feeling that this, there's a good chance that this could be the, the PS4 Spider-Man. Um, because right. the, uh, the suit looks very much like the PS4 Spider-Man. It has the, the white hands and like the long white uh, Spider-Man background. I mean, it's Spider-Man logo on the back. Um, but like, but to answer your question, actually, like, I think that there is a huge possibility that we are going to see um, uh, Tom Holland in the animated Spider-Verse movies. Um, at some point in this movie, but like they have to include, like they have to narratively be like, okay, this is the same Tom Holland from the MCU coming from um, coming from the MCU to the to the animated Spider Verse, and like have there be like an, maybe a live action scene like going to to animated sort of like a, I don't know Space Jammy. It's like, well, we're going to the Looney Tunes world, um, but like I think that if that were to happen. They would they would literally be like, hey everybody, it's happening, rather than have him be like an extra in the background. Um, because I, I have a feeling that like I don't know, like I have a feeling that Tom Holland Spider-Man does not exist in this Spider-Verse, and that he is an anomaly in the MCU multiverse. Because we remember from uh from uh, uh Multiverse of Madness, um America Chavez says I've never heard of Spider-Man. Like I've been hopping around and like I don't know Spider-Man in this multiverse. So like maybe yeah, like web out of his butt. <laughs> like would he shoot webs out of his know. butt? Like when he poops? Um, is this toilet clog? 
Uh, that'd be a real problem. Uh, but no, I think that it's, there's something weird going on with like the web of life and destiny with Tom Holland. And like, we're, we're going to see him probably more so in beyond the spider verse than anything. And, and he'll probably show up as a little tease at the end and be like, Hey, it's me and my mates. Um, Andrew and Toby, and I'm coming in from the live action universe, oh, and I'm, and I'm using my British accent. His accent will show up in this one. It's, so that would like, just be a straight up Tom Holland, not Tom Holland's Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, does that work? Can you be like this? I think Tom Holland is the like British a movie star variants. that's actually Spider Man in the animated Sony. It movie. can work. Oof. It can work. I would it, love for it for sure. It can totally work. We're willing to accept anything. I mean, here's the thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm prepared to. to I think so. Yeah, we I, are. And I'm definitely prepared to accept that seeing a an animated form of Peter Parker as Tom Holland's appearance in in, in Across the Spider Verse as like, okay, we just bridged with the MCU. I mean, in ways we kind of already have, but I just think like this is what's hard about it is the the numerical designations. So before in uh, Across the Spider or in Into the Spider Verse, they stayed true to the comics. You know, sixteen ten—that's the Ultimates universe. That's Miles's universe. They six one six is uh, the original. Like that's the Peter Parker of that universe. Uh, the Earth sixty five—that's Gwen Stacy's. So they they stay consistent with the correct numerical designations. Multiverse of Madness changed all that though by saying that the live action MCU is six one six. So that's what kind of makes it difficult. I don't, I don't, it's hard to imagine the animated universe being the same universe. I think it's like an interpretation. It must be some other side of it. So it's kind of hard to say that they are all connected in that same way. I think they're going to have to have some other logic. But, you know, to give credit to the Sony-verse, they have done a better job. They've done a better job with the multiverse than the MCU has. I think the MCU has been a little sloppy explaining how the multiverse works and inconsistent. I think Loki did a good job. I think Multiverse of Madness did a good job in a completely different way. I think What If did a great job in its own way. And none of it has been consistent overall, in my opinion. It's hard because it's there. I mean, they have a million properties touching it where Sony is just like, it's just Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man. No one else is touching it yet. Like, we have... Uh, freaking michael keaton showing up in morbius but that's it like that's as close as we're gonna get <laughs> so it's hard when you have so many properties different writers different approaches i mean i understand grabbing all the writers from rick and morty seems like the best idea but it's also like they were still different human beings on different platforms that are just like this is our level of knowledge for the multiverse um but i mean that's no, just my no. hope for for quantum mania for uh kang dynasty is like so far we've had like you need a good focal character. And in Marvel Comics, that focal character was Spider-Man. Spider-Man was like like one of the biggest multiversal characters because he's the most popular character. So it just kind of made sense. Uh, and then we got this great logic of things like the web of life and destiny and arachnid frequency and all that great stuff. Um, but with uh, the MCU, the focal characters have changed. We had the focal character of Loki and Sylvie. And then that shifted to be like he who remains slash Kang. Uh, we had the focal character, the watcher and what if, and what the multiverse looked like from him was a completely different perspective. And then multiverse of madness, the focal character was like Wanda and strange and the sorcerers who had things like dream walking to explain how the multiverse worked. So all these things I think worked distinctly in their own stories. We just didn't have like a master plan yet. And I'm hoping that going forward in phase five, like Kang will do these th this thing that like in, uh, what was it in Skyfall or in Spectre? How like, he's like, I was the author of all of your pain. And I want Kang to be like, to explain when that person said, this is what the multiverse mm. worked. And this character said, this is how it worked. It's all just like a different interpretation of my gospel. And my gospel is the, is a sacred constant truth. So listen to me. I feel that. I mean, 
kind of does that. He kind of does that. He kind of does. And Loki, that. he, he that entire model was like yeah. completely like I made everything. Every I know how everything goes. I know what you're gonna say after I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> I am God. I think he said that. I think he said a line. I am Jesus. Uh, take upon me the body of Christ. Uh, <laughs> he did. He, he totally did do a Last Supper. We don't talk about that enough, but he did. No, yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Jess. He did it in Loki, and yeah, a lot of people lo saw Loki. It's just you know, there's that weird subsection of like uh, MCU fans who don't really buy things that happen on Disney Plus shows as mm, like a hundred percent can. Like unless it happens in a theatrical film, uh, it doesn't have as much weight to. In our eyes, no, we don't believe that. I think things that happen in Loki are more important than things that happen in like you know, Eternals or, well, you know, yeah. or in Thor, Love and Thunder. I, it's um, interesting but, that people would yeah. think like that, but I guess it's like Disney plus is this, they bring in the new characters while the movies are just continuing the storyline of older characters. So it's like, maybe they're like, Oh, these are just introductions, but it's like, those introductions are very important. <laughs> like no, Sylvia like, is like, very I, important. She released Kang. So you kind of need yeah, to know. No, I is. feel like I, I'm very interested to see the perspective of someone who never watched WandaVision, but watched multiverse of madness. And like being like, yo, what so happened confused. to Wanda? So Who are these kids? Like, what is going on? Like, they would be so lost. So I, I feel like Multiverse of Madness was the first movie to be like, uh, catch up. Uh, Disney Plus is sort of required now for you to fully get um, mm. the story here. Same um, with kind of but... what if, too, because it was like all those extra characters for the Illuminati. Or not the Illuminati. Yeah. No, yes, the Illuminati. That's the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, yeah, I'm imagining my alternate self watching uh endgame uh and going straight into multiverse of madness because you do have that like darkness from wanda at the end of endgame like she you took everything from me like ready to kill thanos she has that moment with hawkeye where she's like i hope they'd be proud of me you know but like she doesn't have kids yet yeah and right. there's no westview yet so yeah people do really and they also don't mention vision whatsoever in in multiverse of madness they so, don't like well i think just... they're like you he died. I had a husband and he died. Yeah. And then yeah. quickly move on. You'd also be yeah. like, how did she get the dark hold? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like, she grabbed that book? There's Wouldn't so many gaps that you need mm. filled from WandaVision to understand That's Multiverse true. of Madness. So like, That's I feel true. like Marvel Studios now is just like, you have to. Like, Disney Plus is sort of like a must. Well, um, here do you think that here. Quantumania and Kang Dynasty will make sense without having seen Loki? I think that um quantumania might just be a really good like hey here's kang the because like this it's a it's a sort of formal introduction to kang so i think that it'll be it won't be necessary but like i think that there will definitely be allusions to loki and like why he got released and that will like sort of pr like poke people towards the loki direction especially since season two is on the way um quantumania is going to be the excellent like hey go watch season one and get ready for season two sort of commercial for for loki that way I'm yeah. so obsessed yeah, agree. with the idea that another Kang put that Kang into the quantum realm <laughs> as like a bad kid that I'm like, yeah, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about that there's a stronger Kang that was like, get in here. <laughs> like, I'm just, I need you to get away from me. Yeah. I'm, I, I still think that the, the quantum mania Kang is not the big statue Kang from. Oh, mm -mm. I, I think that <laughs> we're going to be dealing with multiple Kangs, Kangs here. Um, I think that there's also, and like I, I think I might be doing this for Rogue Theory, um, that there's a chance that we might see Kang um, at the end of Across the Spider Verse potentially, because um, we we know that like the MCU is going multiverse route, and like the, in that uh, Lord Miller sort of hinted at 
a crossover with the MCU eventually in past interviews. But, like, they, they've not 100% said yes, but they're like, anything's possible with the Spider-Verse, am I right? Um, so I think that um, we there's a possibility here that our minds could be blown with uh, Kang showing up and be like, hey, guys, war's going on, multiverse war. Um, everything's, uh, Tom Holland's coming. Get ready for Beyond the Spider-Verse. Ah, that'd be really fun. Well, before we continue, thank you to Helix Sleep for sponsoring this episode. Across every Spider-Verse, sleep is so important. And here at New Rockstars, we trust Helix to protect our sleep with the best mattresses in the world. I have a Helix mattress. MT does. Producer Zach, producer John, think they also got Helix mattresses. We're Helix uh, sleepers here at New Rockstars. Uh, Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. Producer Zach took the Helix quiz, and he was matched to the Midnight Lux mattress because he's a side sleeper and needed a softer mattress and now he doesn't wake up with a sore shoulder or neck like he used to with the other mattresses that he's stabbed. So just go to helixsleep.com slash inside marvel, take their two minute sleep quiz. They will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10 year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk free. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash inside marvel. We also want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. The holidays may be all about the red and green, but this year, why not add a little blue to that? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. And it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Sometimes it takes a little more than mistletoe to make the holidays more romantic, and Blue Chew is here to help there. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. Have better sex. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code MARVEL at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code MARVEL to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. Okay, getting back to the question of perhaps Tom Holland, Peter Parker showing up in Across the Spider-Verse and what his relationship will be with Miles Morales. Do we think they'll be friends or foes in this movie? Like, do you guys think there's a way for these two to be in conflict without us seeing either one of them as a villain, but just like two different heroes who are struggling to uh, accomplish some kind of selfish ambition or goal of theirs? It's so interesting because Tom Holland's, it feels like Tom Holland's not like the other Peter Parkers, which is hard to say because it's like he is. But I think him and Miles are much closer than they like they think. And I think they're going to get closer with possibly Rio dying. Um, so I think that they're, they would be friends. And I think that if that image was Tom Holland, I think he's like, why are we attacking this guy again? Like, can I get more exposition? I think after the last movie, especially, he's like, uh, I'm not going to attack first and ask questions later. I'm going to ask questions first and then attack um so i think he's he's become smarter no like for sure i think that um the events of no way home like if this is um um like tom holland peter parker in the trailer the events of no way home would be a really good reason why he would he would take pause to attacking miles morales because like he too was chased by dr strange and like from from doing what he thought was the right thing so um i think it'd be really cool for for uh, peter parker to be like hmm let's hear this kid out because uh, i've been in a similar situation myself um, I, I think that'd be a really good uh, character growth um, for, for, for Peter. 
I guess let's be real here. If like Tom Holland's Peter Parker were to start attacking Miles Morales, I think all of us would be like, dude. Right? Dude. What? <laughs> dude. What are Come you, Spider Man Lotus? <laughs> yeah. Holy Sorry, that was crap. really bad. Like, no, no, no. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, we Ooh. love my. Like, dude, just be friend. Like, what the. What's wrong with you? That's the thing. We, That's the reason. We I would think... start going back through all everything yeah. Peter Parker said and be like, hmm. Sus. Right? Hmm. Sus. That's why I okay. think they're afraid of losing where the, that safe little zone, that safe haven. I think Miles being there is like, literally I said this yesterday, like he, and I don't know anatomy, I don't know how bodies work, but it's something like the T cells are attacking germs and trying to help you. So it's like, I feel like that's what we're gonna kind of get. And that's kind of what we saw with like the neurons that look, were in that supercomputer. I'm like, th if this is a body, they're attacking the foreign agent. And I think that foreign agent is Miles. And so, Unless they're just trying to protect their home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like ants will jump a bird if it's attacking an ant tail. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like it's happened before in Bug's life. So I think that's what it's going to look like. I think that's what it's going to be. I mean, is it, it, look, we're late in an Inside Marvel episode right now, so I can bring this up. All the, you know, all the assholes have probably stopped watching. Are we seeing nimbyism right now in, in the Spider-Force? Are they all saying like, Hmm, a black kid moved in. Yuck. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, not to be horrible. I'm like, you also have your mongaverse Spider-Man over there. There's a lot of diverse Spider-Man in this world. How are you going to keep attacking only this one POC? <laughs> you mm -hmm. can show you this one POC. Also, it's like, hey, put that mask back on. <laughs> Him and Gwen straight up pull up, no mask on. The it's first true. rule of being a Spider-Man, Hydra identity. They're like, it's what? true. I'm safe. You here. never know. There could be a J. Jonah Jameson Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, yeah, some of those Spider-Man swinging around in the background have white masks that are pointed at the top. <laughs> Just be careful. I Easter egg spotted each one of them. No, I'm <laughs> I doxed Just their went addresses. Just went in and unmasked each one. Like, yeah, we yeah. know who you are. No, we're calling your employer. <laughs> She was a racist. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, if Aunt May was racist I the whole time, that would be bad. She had a shotgun when she opened the door. What do you why do you need oh that shotgun? God. Hey, hey. <laughs> she hey. shot Uncle Aaron. She's like, get off my roof. <laughs> she, she, Wilson Fisk showed up and she said, he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> she said, let me do it, Fisk. <laughs> oh, Aunt Karen, you disappointed us. <laughs> We thought we knew you. Well, we have to, we gotta leave it there for this episode of Inside Marvel. I think we have to. I don't think we can go any further with this. Uh, well, you can follow Jessica at Lulu underscore Clements. You can follow MT at Mastertainment. Hey, be sure again to watch all these videos on the channel. I'm so amazed by the work everyone is doing. I love that we that we were able to do this together. I feel like we're whipping each other up uh, <laughs> by doing this. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, you can follow me at EA Boss. You can uh, subscribe to New Rockstars and subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you all so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace out.